0: When 73-year-old Anne Gwenold died, it was national news. Every media outlet in the country did stories. Anne's family remembered her as a quiet nana and great-grandmother who spent most of her time at home on the South Island's beautiful west coast. She had been hospitalised with a suspected case of influenza, except it wasn't influenza. Anne, you might remember was the first New Zealander to die of COVID-19. That was more than two years ago. That was in March 2020. And I was thinking about it this morning as I reflected on how much our collective attitude has changed in the two years since. Since Anne Gwinald died, more than a 1,000 New Zealanders have died with COVID-19. Of course, that doesn't necessarily mean they have died of COVID-19. I appreciate the distinction, but many of those deaths were untimely and we continue to record 10 or 20 deaths a day. Once we gasped if the daily infection numbers were in the high teens or the early 20s. Oh my goodness. Now we barely pay attention to daily case numbers in the thousands. Here's a challenge. Could you tell me, to the closest thousand, how many infections New Zealand recorded on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of this week? I don't reckon many of us could. It's neither good or bad. I'm not saying it's good. I'm not saying it's bad. I just, I just think it says something about our psychology. It's fascinating to me how quickly we've switched, given access to vaccines and end to lockdowns and restrictions. In a sense, we have largely moved on even if the virus hasn't. It was reflected in the budget this week. You know, for all the budget nicknames, uh, David Seymour called it the brain drain budget, it was the backwards budget, the climate budget. No one, no one was calling it the COVID budget. The cost of living has overtaken the pandemic and is far and away the biggest concern for a majority of New Zealanders. Grant Robertson's plans were those of a finance minister and a government that feels vulnerable to criticism over their role in driving inflation. It's funny to think about how politicians and the media have framed this equation over the last couple of years. You know, for two years, many people felt the government was prioritizing lives over the economy. And it's a silly binary, right? If we've learned anything from COVID-19, it's that, the, it's that economic activity and that the pandemic are closely linked. You can't just say, oh, economy or lives. But it's true that we used to take far greater steps in order to protect lives. We had a lower tolerance for infections and death. You know, if we were playing the silly binary game today, you couldn't argue that New Zealand isn't prioritising the economy overdoing everything possible to save lives. We've flipped, right? We've crossed the threshold. And I have a similar nagging feeling to the one that I had in the early stages of the pandemic. I wonder if you have it too. We can do what we can to try and soften the landing, but it's still going to hurt. Unfortunately, when you look at our economic position, when you look at inflation, the growth projections, interest rates, we have been delaying the inevitable. That's how I felt for the first 18 months of this pandemic. Although this time it isn't COVID cases, this time it's economic pain. And unfortunately for New Zealand, I fear the worst is still to come. Tape.